Welcome to You Don't Say. Listen to real English conversation as we talk about life around the world, cultural differences, and things that have surprised us on our travels. Now here's your hosts, Abigail and Audrey. Hi everyone, just a quick note for you before you start listening to this week's episode. So I was really excited to record for you this week with Audrey and in my excitement I told her that it was episode 61 when actually it's episode 60. So listen out for episode 61 next week and I hope you enjoy today's show. Hi there and welcome to episode 61 and this episode is called Don't Embarrass Me. So the reason for this title is we're talking about how we changed, have changed our personalities and grown as people as we've traveled the world and had to overcome different situations. But honestly, Abby and Audrey, we are generally by nature a little more introverted, even though we're speaking live on a podcast. Yeah. We actually are a little shy by nature. Maybe it's got a bit to do with culture, who knows, but also it's personality. But first of all, we're going to start with a story about a long time ago when I was traveling, and it's the reason for the name of this episode. I was on holiday in Australia. We'd gone up to visit one of the islands in the Whitsundays in the north of um, Australia, a beautiful island area. And I don't remember exactly what the problem was, but I think it was something to do with the flight connection. We couldn't get on the flight and it was not going to connect. I don't know. It was basically they said you have to wait for, I don't know, six hours until the next plane. And my reaction was, okay, it's like that. Yeah, that's, you know, you accept what they tell you. And I remember my boyfriend at the time He said, no, 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 no. I'm going to ask them if there's something else we can do. Maybe there's a different flight. And I remember thinking in my brain, like, oh, my goodness, how embarrassing. Don't embarrass me. Why is he asking? The lady said, no, you just have to accept it. And now I think back to that experience. It's like, why was I so embarrassed? I don't know. Have you ever had that feeling like, oh, I should ask something? think but I you know I don't want to ask because it would be embarrassing have you had yes that yeah before? yeah yeah but then when I did ask it was worth it I got over yeah. the embarrassment yeah but I I, I realized over the years it's still in my nature sometimes to be a little bit reserved or unsure but the more I've traveled and the more I've lived in different cultures you know the 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 less I have this feeling because basically we say in English is if you don't assert yourself, people will walk all over you. Yeah. Yeah. So this, they don't literally walk over you, but they will with, you know, getting what they want or having how they want. So, yeah. Do you think you've noticed a change in yourself just from traveling, having different experiences? I think so. Every time that I have traveled for like a long period of time, for example, when I went to Thailand for three weeks, I just became kind of guess more assertive and just more willing to ask for things. But also Mm. when I've lived in other countries, like 
Italy and Spain and people that I came across in those countries were a lot more extroverted than I was Mm -hmm. I felt that okay if I don't fit in then people are going to walk all over me and so my personality changed I became like a lot more lively and a lot more louder so yeah Mm -hmm. I've I've noticed that when I've lived and traveled abroad Yeah, no, it's not easy at the beginning. Um, But yeah, I think um, definitely living in more assertive cultures helps. Um, I don't know if going to live in a more reserved country, Mm. like if you go to live in Finland or I don't know, who would be considered more reserved cultures, (laughs) going to live in Poland. I don't know. I heard Lithuania even. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's. Maybe it's different. Who knows? But um, but then on the other hand, you're putting yourself into situations that are a little bit more, I don't know, when you travel and you have a problem, you need to kind of resolve it. They need to find the best solution. So you're putting yourself into situations where you need to sort of act or, you know, not deal with the consequences. I think yeah. it can be, can be quite difficult. So... See, as you say, just ask, you know, what have you got to lose? What's the worst that can happen? Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, so I have this image of myself when I was younger. We use this expression in English as a wet blanket. So a wet blanket is someone who, yeah, I guess somebody can walk all over them, but they kind of don't really assert themselves, push themselves a bit kind of, yeah, how would you describe a wet blanket? Someone needs a wet blanket. Maybe they feel like a victim a lot of the yeah, time. Yeah, like, like oh, oh, I can't do anything about it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, no, maybe, yeah, it's not like, yeah, I wasn't so, like, bad, but I definitely just accepted things were a particular way. And so over time, living in Italy in particular, like if someone says no to you, you don't accept that. No. You know, you go again and you ask, oh, but is there a way or can you tell me a bit more? Um, And actually it, it happened to me when I had some difficulties at the beginning to get a permanent visa, permanent residency. And um it was kind of confusing. The information wasn't clear. There was a school was trying to sponsor me. And um, and I think in the end, it just was a question of ask, keep asking people, keep asking. <laughs> you know, like, and if that had been in Australia, I would have been, okay, I can't do it. Yeah. I have to go. I would have gone back home to Australia and, and finished my Italian experience. So yeah, it was a long time ago, but now I still think, gosh, how did I do it? Yeah. Just kept asking. <laughs> so it's not easy. Yeah. And then also then you go to some of the other um, cultures where, like, for example, the negotiating on price, the haggling. Oh, is, my goodness. How do you manage that kind of thing? You just reminded me of when I, so when I moved out to China and I was told, like, 
in certain places you really need to haggle like you you cannot get away without haggling because you will be overcharged and also it's just part of the culture yeah so be things like I don't know going to the markets to buy things and being told a ridiculous price and Mm. you would see a lot of um tourists just accepting that price Mm. but I had to learn to be like no that's too expensive and just haggling for about 10 minutes to buy something but the feeling like yeah do you feel like nervous about it yeah yeah I would get nervous before going nervous when it started but the feeling um that I had when I finished haggling and I got something for a good price (laughs) the right price (laughs) was amazing so then that pushed me to just keep doing it more and more and more yeah 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 I I I think the big breakthrough with that for me was when somebody explained to me that it's the it's not just about the price it's about the relationship with Mm. the person so it's part of the culture to kind of they enjoy that that kind of interaction and that interaction gives you a connection with the other person you know like you have to almost enjoy it as like connecting with that other culture in that way so that helped me to kind of you have to embrace it rather than exactly the initial resistance we have in our cultures to be mm. like oh no so embarrassing <laughs> you can't talk about pride no. <laughs> so even today I think as like teachers we when people ask about how much do you charge for oh, lessons yeah. it's still like oh no well this is the price yeah you know? feeling bad yeah about it. <laughs> yeah but yeah it's, it's ridiculous it's like this is the price it's like this you know mm-hmm. so, so yeah so we'd love to hear from our listeners how they is this an inherently Australian British problem or do ev- does everybody have problems when they travel and they have to assert themselves have you found you've maybe you know, honestly, maybe the older you get, the more mature you get, it gets easier too, no? Yeah, I think it does. More experiences yeah. you have as well yeah. as you get older. Mm. So, and tell me, yeah, so you mentioned um, being of like Jamaican origin because exactly, yeah. but Abby, why aren't you like, you know, the outgoing Jamaican <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm the weird one in my family because yeah. Jamaicans are seen as like very friendly. And I'm the weird one. Can you the say weird. that word again? Weird. <laughs> the weird one. Weird one. <laughs> yeah, that's my accent, people. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, Jamaicans are seen as like quite friendly, quite charming, very lively. And they have really mm-hmm. infectious, lively energy. So when mm-hmm. I go to family events or events where there are a lot of people of Jamaican origin, people will be laughing and talking quite loudly and just, you know, very active. Mm-hmm. And I'll be the one that's sat down just observing, you know, kind of <laughs> not really talking very much. And I've always <laughs> felt like I stand out, but um, mm-hmm. maybe that's more of like my English side, <laughs> the quiet English lady. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's a combination. Sometimes, I mean, honestly, in a family, yeah, not everybody can be loud and wild. Mm. You need the compensating personalities. Yeah. So, like, for example, you have a sister? Yeah. Two sisters, yeah. Two sisters. What are they like? Um, 
one of them yeah she's she's I would say like she can be like quite lively energetic when she's around a lot of people and the other one she's a little bit like me she's Mm. quiet reserved Yeah. yeah yeah so maybe like you know sometimes like my children like one is a bit wild and the other Mm. one is more quiet and reserved so you can't they compensate for each other (laughs) yeah I don't know my my brother with my brother and my sister I don't know I I think we're quite similar we had different interests like my brother was into sport I was into studying but personality hmm, I don't know but anyway, probably over time, yeah, I think the traveling has been the big difference mm. for me. It's like, you know, everybody needs to do it because it just opens up and pushes you beyond your limits, doesn't it? Yeah, pushes you definitely outside of your comfort zone as well. Yeah, yeah, no. So cool. So I think um, we could have a great discussion with our listeners about this so we might have to organize um a chat like a live chat about it too so stay tuned on the facebook group and instagram because we yeah. might announce something because it would be quite cool i to think it'd be great chat with everybody about this this feeling so so yeah so stay tuned everybody and um and by all means we'd love to hear from you let us know how you think you've grown as a person maybe even just by learning English, Mm. how you, you know, that process of speaking in a different language can really build your confidence or not. (laughs) (laughs) But over time, I think it does, doesn't it? Because you can be a different person, express yourself in different ways. So, yeah. yeah. So we'd love to hear from you and uh, we'll speak to you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye.